Take two, I guess, Cameron. Ah, yes. What a cock up. We just, we just tried this and it was real bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's always tricky at the start. Yeah, like how do you introduce yourself? Oh, well, we're, we're doing it now. Yeah, we're here now. Um, so yeah, this is episode three of Mark and the Aliens. Yeah. And uh, what have we got? What are we? What's our topic for this week, if you will? Uh, we're going to be talking about uh, movie scores or soundtracks. A personal favorite of both of ours. Yeah, definitely. We're, yeah. And we're just going to talk about you know movies that have really iconic ones and the ones yeah. we enjoy. Yeah. Uh, we really like movies and music. Yeah, it's just so good. It's um, so good. It's so important to have music with movies. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. it just doesn't have the same depth. Yeah. Unless it's no country for old men. And I feel like some people, I mean, you know, we know a little bit about it. So that's kind of interesting because we have weird little insights. Yeah, like no one, not many people, or well, there definitely are, but not many people listen to the stuff. So it might be yeah. kind of new and interesting. They, they may like it, but they, they might not listen to it afterwards. Yeah. Anyway, I yeah. think... I think could yeah. be interesting yes yeah well something can give you a little update on our personal lives that kind of leads into the first one uh we went and watched a movie didn't we luca oh we did i yes. did i was just gonna quickly say that before we get on to that is oh, yeah. um next week we've got uh what's our podcast are oh we, yes are we course. gonna are we gonna do the vegan the yeah, vegan one we the plan is to um do a like a podcast on yeah get Weijan and Katan on yeah, one's vegan and then one's vegetarian and then I don't know it's one of those topics that is becoming more and more popular just yeah. as time goes on because yeah. more people are turning that towards that direction yeah definitely um, and I'd like to you know like it see what they have to say yeah exactly I feel like I'm definitely a a meat lover for sure <laughs> so um it'll be interesting to see because uh, Weijan's very passionate about being vegan yeah and yeah. Katan's been a vegetarian his entire life mm. so I think we'll, they'll have quite interesting oh definitely points. yeah but that's it'll be it'll be like just a non-movie related one no it'll something, be an interesting one yeah something yeah it's probably a little bit more interesting than the last yeah ones if you're not into movies <laughs> yeah. anyway um but for now you're just gonna have to bear with it because we're gonna talk about our favorite one the movie soundtracks yeah and like you mentioned before we went and saw tenet yes and um i'll just say this god damn for me that was a confusing ass movie and i think like retrospect retrospectively i think that was mainly because i couldn't hear a damn thing that yeah. they were saying so i missed out on so many important parts you managed to hear more i guess yeah. because i was just like like literally halfway through the movie i, was, I turned to camera and i'm like do you know what's going on like i have no idea he he, he told me but i uh, just for me i just couldn't hear shit yeah. and shout out to that one scene when, when they're on the boat as well oh yeah they're on yeah. this like one of those um what do you call it foil i don't know it's the america's cup boats yeah the hydrofoil and you just boats. can't hear anything and it's like oh yeah oh it's it is pretty bad like even i was sitting there scratching my head and oh man that was yeah not the goods but yeah it's still a really cool movie nonetheless definitely gonna take a couple watch though to actually understand what's going on yeah definitely i need to see it again yeah um yeah so um but, should we should we start off with our first one that we're going to talk about yeah exactly it was, yeah that <laughs> that is a great movie to start off with i was trying to say <laughs> do you want me to oh edit that God. out bro yes no i'm gonna leave it in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, to leave it in because that was the oh man. Um, but yeah, we start with the soundtracks from Tenet. Indeed. Yeah. Um, first of all, what a dope soundtrack. Yes. Like, just gonna say it outright. I think it's so new. Like, at the moment, I don't feel like many people have seen it. Yeah. Um, but because it's just so it's, badass. It's obviously directed by Christopher Nolan, and um, usually Hans Zimmer 
has yeah. like more like worked with composer yeah works with um nolan on all his films most and, of them but this one i don't want to pronounce his name it's ludwig Gor- or guanson Gor- yeah Gornson? I, i'm not gonna ludwig ludwig Hedwig. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah he, Hedwig. He, he's yeah that's his new name he's the guy that did the mandalorian um soundtrack but i remember even saying at the time like uh this could definitely be Hans Zimmer. Yeah, it's really, who, really similar. Who did like Inception, Interstellar, and like Pirates that. of the Caribbean? Like, if you know a modern movie, like your chances are it's gonna probably have Hans Zimmer in it. Yeah, like a like good a, movie. Yeah, yeah. And if it's he like, a, so partic- like a particularly good soundtrack that's yeah. quite catchy or yeah. powerful, yeah, it's definitely him. Yeah. Like you think about it, Pirates of the Caribbean. Every if you played it, everyone would know what it is, even if they hadn't even seen the movie. Mm, mm. Um, yeah, that's it's how so iconic. Is. Yeah, yeah, and he's not even well. He's older, but he's not one of the older mm. composers. And I think that this new Tenet soundtrack will um, probably, you know, maybe it's too early to tell, but I think it could be quite an iconic one in the oh, future. I definitely think. I think it'll be kind of like Inception in that yeah, regard yeah, yeah. Um, I, yeah it's really like kind of epic and badass really bassy um, um, Travis just, Travis Scott just released a song for it um, I'll play that oh true well yeah but Travis Scott was the other um, independent artist that was in he, he played in the credit scene yeah yeah he, yeah, he was in this uh, movie which was pretty cool there's a lot of hype around it, especially in the trailers and it's actually kind of just a sick song and I'm not a massive fan of this type of rap yeah, yeah. I, I don't listen to heaps of it, but goddamn, this it, song is awesome. Yeah, it's really sick. If you've got good speakers, then listen to the song. Oh, oh. Um, Luke has spectacular speakers. <laughs> They're right. Thank uh, you, uh, Mr. Dick Bannister. Oh, yeah. Shout out number two to my grandfather, Dick Bannister, who supplies all of the audio gear. Yep. And uh, the speakers as well, the, sound, the old sound system. Um, Everything Luke owns. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Um, um, but yeah, yeah Tenet's still it's quite new, so um, we've just only got like heard the music now, so there's not heaps to talk about. But what well, yeah. tricky question? What would you rate it out of ten? Should Ooh. we should we have a yeah like a ranking a, system, or so. but should we make it like a unique version? Unique like, one. Oh, I think we should make it unique for next time because it's gonna take too long to think about. Is it we'll three just... reversing men out of ten? <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was trying to say oh man that's confusing <laughs> a really confusing one or is it eight reversing men out of ten i want to say fighting a, backwards that's what happens in tenet that's what i'm trying to for reference. the for the music you're talking about just the music yeah i think we should have like a rating system for each song that we talk about or okay i'm gonna give the songs from tenet probably a seven and a half reversing men, men. <laughs> I love it. Seven and a half, yeah. Like that's that's above average. So yeah, like high. It's yeah, almost it's eight. Pretty, yeah, it's pretty high, but yeah. it's it's really good. But I just yeah. don't think it's elite. Uh, yeah, like it, it is it, gonna be iconic, but I don't think it's ain't no interstellar. That no, is for sure. No, no, that's true. Yeah, but I think it's a good. It's still a really good soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, I think. What about you? Ooh, um. That. Oh. Uh, I don't know what happened there. Uh, um, yeah, like, I'd probably say, like, a that's a safe bet. Seven, seven, seven and a half. 
reversing men. Yeah, or seven maybe. Yeah, it could go either way yeah. between seven or eight. I think between because like, I've songs listened to the whole. Good. Yeah, I've listened to the whole album, and not every song that I like is one that I think is like epic as. No, but it is still got some really good yeah. ones in between. Like yeah. seven four seven. Shout out seven four seven. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely a good one. It's when the plane crashes and it's yeah, epic scene anyway. Yeah. So it's kind of got a good. With a bunch of reversing men and people walking for. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's a confusing ass movie, but it's cool. Good soundtrack. All right, move okay. on to the next one. Next one iconic oh, yeah. James Bond oh yes I feel like this is what was an iconic theme song to um James Bond yeah because when well, was the first James Skyfall, Bond like you've got like oh no, 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 uh, the just... more old ones you've got like um Golden Eye that's quite a oh no what is it um no but uh, I'm, I'm more thinking like bef- like in the era of James Bond what was yeah. like a I'm just trying to think what was a famous song. I'm, kick, I'm gonna kick myself but yeah, like what was got, a famous uh, theme song before Goldfinger doo no, you're not understanding what I'm saying. Uh, like, know. what other songs provided such famous, like, theme songs around that era? Oh, I don't know. Um, um, I'm sure there's something, but I don't know. Like, yeah. I just feel like it was a very, just, it was even iconic, what, like, 60 years ago? Yeah, to be honest. And then oh, most of it, around that time, definitely would have been all the, like, Western movies, to be honest. Like, true. Um, yeah, yeah, true. and... But it was, I think, the, f- the first... When was the first James Bond? Like, 1960 or some shit? Yeah, but that was... 62? But that was about the same time as um, The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. Maybe a bit earlier. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's definitely something that... Uh, yeah, but I think, yeah, definitely one of the most iconic, and it's kind of held up throughout time as well, so that's how iconic it is. Yeah, yeah. Oh, so good. Like, you just know instantly... Yeah. I think it's just one of the the older iconic ones. Yeah, and it kind of brought in like a hint of like modern um, like music and movies. Because if you look at older movies, they're all still kind of like orchestral. Mm. Um, but this kind of gave in something really fresh. And I love how throughout the years of the different James Bond f- films, they have little twists on yeah. the theme as well. Yeah. Um, it's not always just this set tone. Yeah, well, that's what I was trying to say. Like, um, Adele's um, Skyfall is like was hugely popular along mm. with the Sam Smith one, and mm. yeah, the, like it's quite just an iconic one. Like anyone's going to recognize it. Yeah. I mean, I w- maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like I would be surprised if like I asked someone they, and I played this and they didn't know. Yeah, no. they would guess something like close, even if it was Mission Impossible or something. They would understand at least, but most people yeah. would not. I think just for that regard, it just instant respect. Yeah, it's just it's too good. Um, should we move on to the next one? Yeah, yeah. I give it. Oh, we'll for, give it. I'd say maybe a just for nostalgia because I watched a lot of James Bond films as like when I was young. I reckon an eight out of ten. Ooh. An eight martinis out of ten, if you will. Ah, uh, for me, it's super iconic, so I kind of have to give it some points. But I'd say a seven martinis out of 10 I reckon fair enough fair enough that's a fair score like it's, th- it's still a good score I think I've also listened to it too much that's so like it makes me want to say a lower score but I do have to just appreciate it yeah yeah, yeah. Um, but the next one anyway oh, even to be honest even better bloody Pirates of the Caribbean that's just uh, super super iconic I think like probably more people know that or anyway more people our generation would know the Pirates of the Caribbean theme song is this it <laughs> yeah well I played quite an unusual one. Oh, right. Um, but was, yeah so yeah. this is but this is made by Hans Zimmer yeah so another as we mentioned before I think but yeah Hans Zimmer just cracks yeah 
But it's like, it's not one for some reason that I, when I think of Hans Zimmer, I don't think of Pirates of the Caribbean, you know? No. Oh, yeah, true. That's true. I, you think of like the Interstellar and, um, oh, all those types of movies. Yeah. yeah. Inception, Inception, Dark Knight. Yeah. That's what it's I just mostly, it's, <laughs> it's mostly just Nolan films. Yeah, pretty much. And they just get so famous, you know, for great films mm-hmm. and then, yeah, great soundtrack. Um... What what else about the soundtrack? What 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 more do we like about it? Oh, I did have. Oh, I can't remember. I had a couple interesting facts, but I've they're not with me right now. But they it's just a it's just a sick soundtrack. Like I don't know, it's great. It's also a bit of a meme too. Yeah, I think because when you hear it, for me, I just think of Jack Sparrow. Yeah, and it's just like so attached to him and the quirkiness of those films. And I think just again nostalgia. I think a lot of this with a few exceptions it's just going to all be nostalgia yeah that is true apart from Tenet I guess <laughs> <laughs> that's not it's really a, nostalgic yet not it's, really, like, it's just come out <laughs> nah, yeah. it's been out for a week and a half <laughs> oh, so nostalgic um, but yeah I think it's it's hard to fight with nostalgia because it just beats everything but yeah. it is actually a good soundtrack as well yeah it is and they've done um, I think when a successful soundtrack in my head is when you can hear like when you hear it you can picture scenes in the movies yes yes that's very true and you can um, definitely do that with yeah. this movie yeah so when you hear this you i mean it might not be one specific scene but you can you can see the tone and you can you know see jack sparrow walk and like like a quirk and it's great and um yeah i don't know but for other movies when you hear that certain music that plays in the scene um you just think of that scene i think that's really cool because you can kind of relive the experience but in your own world yeah no it sounds it sounds so geeky but no it's so it's pretty geeky (laughs) but it's good it is so true though yeah it's definitely tell me you wouldn't listen to the dark knight right before a run oh i definitely would definitely wouldn't (laughs) trust me now it's badass it's a good way to hype you up feel like batman running through the streets yeah it's good (laughs) i do the same yeah um yeah I guess that's why it's just so popular because you can see you can just instantly see the quirkiness of that movie and everything. Mm. Um, but I think moving on to another um, Hans Zimmer special is Interstellar. I'd give it a oh I keep forgetting eight, eight and a half eight eight and a half uh, Krakens out of ten. Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, sorry. Moving on. Yeah, sorry. I can completely. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna blurt it out next just, time. No, good, good, good. <laughs> Because I'm going to forget again. I feel... I just want to rate them. I just want to see what it's like rating them. Yeah. And we can go back and see who scored the highest. Ooh. Um, I'm not writing them down, though. Oh, no, no. When we listen to it later. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. uh, True. <laughs> when I edit it. Tomorrow. Uh, yes. But the next one, yeah, Interstellar. Yeah. That's just, like... Oh, man. When you think of, like, epic soundtracks to get you, like, pumped to a movie. Or, like, a certain scene that's just, you know... Oh, it just amplifies everything in the scene, the emotion and everything. This movie does it so well. It's just perfect. We, we did talk about it last week um, when we were talking about the mountain scene. Yes. Um, but it's... I don't know. Like this, I talked to you beforehand, Cameron, about... Um, I wanted to talk about the scene again because each like tick that plays in that scene... Because, I don't know, like on the planet they're on... Like, what, one second is, like, a day on Earth or some shit? Oh, even longer. Yeah. 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 And anyway, every tick that you hear in the sound is... uh, In the sound... In the music is, um... 
one second on Earth. I don't know. It's just yeah. one of those cool little details that um, I remember hearing. I was like, wow, that's cool. Yeah, you wouldn't even think <laughs> about that. And he was just trying to compose the music as well. So that, to actually have the music and the scene intertwined, like mm. they're actually tangible, mm. that's quite cool. Did we mention it's another Hans Zimmer? Yes. Okay. I believe so. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, it's just I think this is probably Hans Zimmer's best. Like, I, this soundtrack is actually just incredible. Um, and there's one of probably my favorite scene with music wise, if it's not for mountains, mm. uh, is that when talked the about spaceship is going round? Yes, yeah. yeah. So when they go save Matt Damon, and then Matt Damon screws them over, and then he flies to the ship and he blows up the ship and it starts spinning like mm. crazy. They have this really cool scene, and it's in memes everywhere. Yeah. Um, and it was the music plays. The music plays are memes. Yeah, because it's this what, thing. What's the name of the track? It's a really long one. I've forgotten the name because um, I just listened to the cornfields and uh, the mountain one because that's just the best probably. This other one's a bit too long, but um, it's, I don't know, it's a sick-ass scene and it's just like great music and everything's in time. Oh, it's so good. I don't think you'll be able to find it. It's it's like nine minutes, I think. Or eight minutes. It's quite long. Um, but yeah, otherwise... Uh, just such a Hans Zimmer just always just blows it away he's always a trendsetter it's like yeah. with him in Inception when did that come out 2010 uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and yeah he obviously worked on that and um, if you notice like every film after uh, what is it Inception used that you know that iconic yes like the fucking loud horns yeah, yeah like every film in the 2010s used that kind of thing in trailers and everything and i think it's just that Hans zimmer he's always making iconic sounds yeah like they're it, always quite different well, not always but they're some of the time they're quite different mm, and unique mm. he always the thing about him is he can also just read a scene and he knows because he knows the, the director so well he can see their vision like they can connect and um and he just implements the perfect yeah, soundtrack like, to back it up yeah yeah I don't know. He's just always making those iconic things that people are always gravitating to, and it just comes he's, in with every track that he releases for every song, uh, movie. He's yeah. definitely the like John Williams of this generation. Oh, definitely. Yeah. I, I in a lot of ways, I prefer him to John Williams. Oh, as well. me too. Because John Williams is a bit more traditional and boring. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna <Sorry>. trigger Solomon. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mike. Yeah. He's good, but he's a bit old. Yeah. No, I, I I love John Williams, but I know what you mean. Like he, because he was iconic you know Back what those, like 40 years ago yeah, 30 70s, years ago 70s 80s that was his biggest probably his biggest yeah. time a yeah. little bit into the 90s um yeah because with Jurassic Park and whatnot um, yeah, but yeah. now we have Hans Zimmer who's started with like I don't know like one of his more popular early ones was Gladiator yeah which is actually one true. That, which is one that you wouldn't also expect no Hans we forgot to mention it. that but that's one of his biggest ones yeah and it like definitely this, is that soundtrack from the, the main theme from uh Gladiator is super, super popular. I think it actually may have got the 2000 award for best soundtrack um, at the oh, Oscars. I could be true. wrong about that. He, I think he definitely, he definitely has won an Oscar before, I think. I'm just not sure what film it is. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Gladiator uh, Oscar movie award. It's not my favorite of his, to be honest. Maybe I just have bad memories with that film. After yeah. he, what was it year eleven English Miss oh, Miss Venter Debbie man. Venter and we had to rewatch the intro to that movie more times than like, like 
I, at I, least I could two count. dozen times. Yeah, it was actually insane. And yeah. it's about like 10, 15 minutes. Yeah. So it's not like quick. Yeah. And we just literally every lesson, but, rewatch but, it, rewatch not it, even, rewatch it. Not even the intro, just the whole movie. We at least watched it in the movie oh, like five true. times or but something. The intro was like ridiculous how we many times we watched it. Yes, that. yes, yes. But sure. yeah, we did watch that movie a few times. So we're just kind of being beaten to death with that movie. I feel like I just don't really like the music from i don't know i just have bad connotations with it yeah uh, i think i got it wrong about the 2000 oscar oh but i I think yeah it still did really well and it's like a claim for being a great i think at least it it gets the respect in my books because you know you check on spotify you know you can see the top the top five yes uh, favorite uh almost popular plays of an artist yeah it like a gladiator one is always in the top five yeah yeah so it's it is well listened to yeah definitely but yeah, uh, so it's just too good, and yeah, you can—I don't know—you can see it through all of his music. Mm. It's never one bad one, mm. even for his small movies, or even movies that do bad. I would say, like, um, what was the one I was telling you about? Um, the Indian American Native Indian movie. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember either. But there was this movie uh, that Hans Zimmer did the music for, and it bombed and it he doesn't do like it was really good stuff. he just does a lot of movies and some of them they don't do well at the box office no but and well, it wasn't acclaimed very well either just in every respect uh, but um the music was still really good mm. like uh, it, I don't know it's impressive I really want to know what the movie is anyway uh should we move on to the next one yeah who have we got oh need to rate it need to rate oh. it oh yeah that's right um I was gonna say I know what for I'm going to rate it. For it's, Hans Zimmer nah, for himself? This, 10 for, out of 10 mystery bookshelves. <laughs> I was going to say, for Hans Zimmer himself, like a 9.5 out of 10... Uh, brands. <laughs> 9.5 yeah. brands out of 10. <laughs> yeah, okay, well, 9.5... Yeah, fair. I just think this, this is by far my favourite album of yeah. like pretty much all movies Interstellar Interstellar yeah it is just like ah oh, insane definitely put that okay 9.5 is fair but I'm gonna still say 10 10 burns I'm talking about all of Hans Zimmer so there's some oh. cause there's some tracks of his uh, not the biggest fans of oh okay for, for all of Hans Zimmer yeah, I'd say yeah. 9 and 9.5 and out of yeah, 10 burns yeah yeah <laughs> that's, uh, what he's, that's what he's most famous for yeah the, well as you just heard there yeah, the, the music we were playing but the next one is one we like to drive fast to star trek ah yes yeah there's a little bit of an inside meme but um when i first got my car and luke would come driving with me um i don't know why but the song just got put on maybe we were just listening to it at it's, the time it's just really it's just us like yeah, we would nice. i think i just played this song because i'd re-watched the movies and i remember hearing i'm like wow that's fucking sick and, it, what, and then i do, think like, i played it, for you. it or punch yeah. it when they're going yeah. hyperspeed and this is before i had my license as well so you would be the one driving yeah and um yeah i don't know i just play this song and when it like picks up yeah when it like it drops essentially yeah. it goes into the main swing yeah. um like i would just floor it yeah <laughs> right, that's it that's yeah. really it but it's it was just i don't know just such a nerdy thing to do but it was so much fun <laughs> <laughs> it definitely was yeah going quite fast um but yeah i don't know it's who's this by i think this is by michael Chikino. yeah or, i believe so that's yeah who that's also right. who also did the incredibles so it's kind of like another one of those like 
you know his you know his sound, but you might not know the actual guy. Yeah, he's not quite as famous as a couple of the other people we've already talked about. Yeah, like Hans Zimmer. Yeah, Hans Zimmer, John Williams. Yeah, yeah. but he, he's made some really iconic music. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just for us. It's just I think again plays into the nostalgia part yeah definitely oh 100% like, in most respects for this movie well for me like when I heard this as a kid I wasn't like wow what is that nah, I love that music but no, but it was just the when watching we, with the movie yeah and when we started to play it again to each other and then how we have that nerdy connotation to when we'd hone to this song in the car yeah it's just great um, I think just we're looking back at it now we're just like wow good times <laughs> yeah definitely <laughs> um, but it, it it does have I mean I don't really know any Star Trek themes. No. Oh, I know a couple. Yeah. But I think it's, yeah. I don't, it's it's just for like me, it really just kind nerdy. of, put, it, it puts a sound to Star Trek. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, makes a, it quite a sim- iconic. A similar way to what John Williams did for Star Wars. Yeah. 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 No, 100% that's what I think too. Um, I, I guess though, with Star Wars, is they were the same all the way through. Like, they had the same thing song from the 1970s all the way up till now. Mm. But with Star Trek, it has changed a little bit, which is quite cool. But, yeah. I think that's just quite why it's not quite as iconic as Star Wars. Uh, anyway. Star Trek's older as well. It was the 60s. True. Oh, yeah, it was. Man, that's crazy. It's that's really old. It's, yeah, it's way older than Star Wars. Yeah, whoa. But less successful. Yeah, it just didn't quite have that same... I don't know why. ...reach. Yeah. I think because it was a TV show rather than a movie. Yeah, that definitely part. would have been, yeah, 100%. I, they did have movies in the end. But, but that was later, wasn't yeah. it? Oh, yeah. I, I don't know. I'm not an expert on Star Trek. Yeah, neither. But there are some massive Star Trek nerds. It's ridiculous. Shout yeah. out my neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> Is this Sarah Gunsell's brother? Dad. Oh, dad. Yeah. Like, legend. Yeah. I remember we went to a, like a Taekwondo camp and the first night like you had to dress up in some, as someone yeah. and they dressed up as Spock. It was so cool. <laughs> I, was, I was like, no How way. How old were you, sorry? Uh, I would have been like 10 or 11. And you would have been like, wow, this man is the goat. Yes. <laughs> oh, like, my dad never does that shit. So, like, to see it was quite funny. Some grown-ass man dressed as Spock. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's, it's similar to, uh, shout out number three, Mr. Barrett. Did, did we oh, already talk about him? Yeah, and how he certainly um, did. Yeah, how he... Um, would dress up as bloody Jedi on May the 4th yes. at, at school. He was a science teacher. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I'm pretty sure we talked about it. Yeah. Um, was it in the first, first one? Yeah, yeah, the first podcast. Yeah. We were talking about Pink Floyd. He was the guy that introduced <laughs> us to Pink Floyd. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. That's great. Oh, good. Oh, man. Anyway, such a funny bastard. But yeah. We love the geeks because we are them. We, we, we are, are the, the geeks. geeks. <laughs> yeah. The geeks. Are we geeks or nerds? Because there's a difference. I, what's the difference? Don't I kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I guess there is a difference, but I don't know. We are very nerdy as well. Yeah. A little insight. Yeah, didn't um, really guess. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that, that's what are we going to rate it? Um, I don't know. Seven and a half Spocks. I know, for me, I'd say eight Klingons. Eight Klingons? Out of ten, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I could say, yeah. I was, fair, fair yeah. point, fair point. Um, I'm well, rating them also high because these are just my favorite. Yeah, true. Okay, well, we'll go on to the next one. Next one is a director, not really anything to do exactly with the music, but uh, Quentin Tarantino's movies uh, seem to have the best music. Yeah, so only one of his films, which was Hateful Eight, had original um, 
specialized music for or original score for the movie yeah, yeah. the rest of his uh, movies used pre-existing studio songs yeah um like the most famous one probably is stuck in the middle with you with yeah. reservoir dogs but i think because i mean obviously i wasn't alive around then so i don't know shit but um <laughs> the i don't think that song was a popular song before that movie came out like yeah. people some people might have known it i could be wrong i don't know but um the he just when that song came out it was just very popular and i think that's a special thing you know like again it goes back to that th- that point i was talking about earlier when you hear a, a, a certain song like whether it be an original score or what tarantino does with already pre-existing songs and puts it into a scene and then you can visualize the scene like when you hear stuck in the middle with you you always associate what's his i've got my actor's name but that scene where um one of the dudes is trying to cut off the cop's ear yeah yeah and i don't know it's just like you, you you picture the scene and it's just like badass yeah it is really badass I don't know. I just and I, a powerful thing that a song could do. Yeah, visualize. And, and he's done it with like heaps of other movies as well. Like we, Pulp Fiction's got heaps, but they've got like Miserloo, however you say it. I'm not too sure that surfer song. Mm. Um, he just mm. makes so many songs yeah. iconic, and you don't even really. Sometimes you don't even know where they come from. You just they become famous because of the movie, mm. and it just circulates, and it's really popular all of a sudden. Um, like what's another really iconic one? Um, oh, pretty much anything from uh, Kill Bill. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, the whistle and everything that's so sick. Yeah, There's like heaps of rap songs now. Is it like they sample oh, it? Uh, fuck, who was that guy that made that song? Chill Bill. Yes, that's the one. Yeah, that's you know the one. I'm thinking, yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking of. Yeah, but they're like they're just they're so good. I just uh, I don't know. And it's so iconic to that, and it kind of gives us style, this like really cool style flair to the movie as well. It kind of yeah. makes them more feel, feel like more authentic that to the time that it's set in as well. So for like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, it was just all like '60s, really iconic '60s music. Yeah, well, that, that's what I was gonna say. Is like, um, it's a recent one. It's his last one. Yeah. Um, but just that song, "Treat You Right" or "Treat Me Right," I think. Yeah. That plays at the start again. Like that's. Just an iconic song I'd never heard, um, so I don't know. Like it just kind of I always when I hear that song now I just always picture that scene of them reversing out of um, the driveway. Yeah, it's just the intro, and I don't know. It's every time I hear that, yeah, and powerful it's kind of, shit, mate. It's kind of like the song they have at the end um, when they're like having that massive fight. Um, that's also like really iconic. You All can right, yeah. straight yeah. see that scene. Mm. You're like, oh, some shit's about mm. to go down. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but ah, uh, he just. And what else, what other good songs does he, what about Django, what can we think from Django? What's interesting that I find about Django is he uses rap in that film, and it's, it's a western, right? Like it's all, what's the specific genre? There, is, it's not neo-western, but it's, oh, I can the, tell you. Ah, uh, there's this, uh, a certain name for it, and, um. Not a spaghetti. No, no, it's not a classic spaghetti, no, but it's, not. um, I don't know, it might be a neo-western, but, um. He uses rap in it, and like not not the classic uh, Western films. Then you wouldn't think to implement rap. No, it's just Ennio Morricone. That's all yeah. you think. Yeah, yeah. And um, I think that's just really unique, and it makes it unique to the film. Yeah, like that definitely. final shootout scene with Django, and um, that remix Tupac song. Yeah. Um, goes so hard. Like yeah. there isn't a. And you would, you would never expect that. You'd be like, you. How do you get to that conclusion that a rap song would be perfect? But 
Oh, he did it. <laughs> and it was sick. But that, that's his skill. He knows, like, it, it might be an unpopular song, but he just has a wide variety of knowledge. He just hears a song. He's like, that is going to play perfect in my scene. That's kind of like, he, he kind of has a similar brain to Hans Zimmer in that sense, because um, obviously different. He doesn't make music, but he can... He knows what goes perfectly with the movie, so it complements it really nice. Quite similar to Hans Zimmer, but he just makes it himself, you know, which I think is pretty, pretty special because uh, sometimes music just doesn't flow with movies quite nicely and it kind of just takes away a little bit. Um, mm. It makes it a little bit less emotional or uh, whatever it might be, but uh, Quentin Tarantino pairs it quite perfectly and it can really enhance a scene like... Um, the music oh, i don't know i just think back to pulp fiction like when the music plays in certain scenes in that movie it's just like really enhances like when um uh what is it the boxer uh guy he's down in the bruce sixth, willis yeah bruce willis is i can't think of the character's <laughs> yeah, name yeah yeah i don't i don't oh no his name's butch butch butch, butch. yeah anyway yeah yeah he goes down into the sixth dungeon um with the gun oh yes and he pulls out the sword and stuff yes that with the music that goes with that's so sick yeah Oh, weird scene though. <laughs> Badass though, to be honest. Badass, but Cause very they're, strange. Because they're enemies, but he go, he's about to, you see him about to open the door and he just looks at the weapons and he just, it's this like, badass, well, who's it by? Is it Dick Dale? No. No, I can't remember to uh, be honest. Anyway. But it's, it's a really good song. This though. music, this music that slowly, um, like it's going up and up and up into epicness, yeah. if that makes any sense. Yeah. And um, he finally lands on a katana and he goes down to the fucking basement and saves a dude that is literally trying to kill him yeah i don't from know these, from these everyone's seen pop fiction they know what i'm talking about yeah um, um so it's so sick though and it, but yeah it, it just, it, you, yeah you just the music adds to it like yeah. it wouldn't be as iconic without no, the music no it wouldn't be as good it wouldn't be as badass but yeah well to be honest it still would have been pretty badass but it definitely helps with the music um anyway but i reckon for quentin tarantino he gets a solid nine um gimps from, out of 10. Yeah, oh that's what i was gonna say <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah nine gimps out of ten yeah a hundred percent like considering he's not even making the music as well it's just just random music that fits perfectly he definitely deserves it oh yes yeah so this is if you can hear it in the background this is the song that we were just talking about in pop fiction is it dick dale nah it's um the centurions oh yes of course oh, i can't believe i didn't actually guess that yeah this the name of the song is uh, Bullwinkle Part 2 That's the one <laughs> I have it saved on a like surf yeah. rock playlist on my yeah. phone That's <laughs> it's good That's really good Yeah So that's how good it is You can just save it on your phone and I'll, actually listen to it like I'll get to the good music. part There we go oh. Yeah that's around there Is this the right one? I feel like no, that's where it goes. Dun, 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 I think dun. it does. Oh, anyway, still... I can't be bothered going <laughs> and staying longer on this bloody song. No. Okay. Anyway, we've we've rated it. The next one, I'm excited for this one. It's a kids movie, The Incredibles. Oh yes. Yes. Get the music ready for this one because okay. it's great. Um, but man, oh, this is already a great movie, and it's just got such like iconic music for it, and it's so. Oh, the cool thing about it is it's kind of timeless this movie but it's also kind of got this really stylized like 60 or 50 stylized well, yeah it's timeless like what era is it set in it's you like you can't really put it um, they've got like future technology like TV well not future but like well they had a monorail um, floating monorail yeah, yeah 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 but like and crazy planes and shit like that but then it also looks like they've got like cutlery and the houses look like they're from the 50s so it's kind of like ah. Oh. so it gives it kind of yeah. that like old school superhero theme well, but it's not 
it's still timeless. What I think, um, you know, uh, who is the director? Brad Bird. What he pays homage to is like the golden era of superheroes, like in the comics. Like, yeah. you know, think, uh, when was that? I don't Old know, 50s. Superman or yeah, something. 50s, like 60s. It was the golden era, was probably something then. Anyway. I think he's paying homage to that with that kind of stylized um, world. Yeah, definitely. And then this Michael Giacchino, the guy who did um, Star Trek, kind of pays homage to that world with this, like, music that fits that it's environment. It's really, like, jazzy. Yeah, it's jazzy. Yeah. But it's still, like, timeless. Mm. And, uh, it's just, yeah, it's so cool. And then it has that really... You know, you know, because what are... What I've recently just found out, you know that song that I always play, the Peter Gunn theme? Yeah. It's quite a... It's quite a famous song. Um, it plays in Blues Brothers and it goes. Dur, dur, dur. Yeah, that was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna edit that out again. No. <laughs> um, the it actually sounds quite similar to that, which was a TV show in the 1960s in America. Um, wasn't yeah. a superhero one, but it's just it's just that kind of era. So yeah, and, I don't know. It just sounds really cool as well. Yeah. And it's also when you listen to any of the or well, the themes in particular, it's so defined, like. Incredibles is one of those ones you can recognize really clear, like clearly. But uh, I don't know, it's just a great one to be honest. Like it doesn't have to be the main theme, but you can identify like, that even music. This. Well, this is the main yeah, theme, but... but this is you can hear this in lots of other songs. Mm. It's just so oh, so cool. And again, bloody nostalgia. Like yeah, I remember watching true. this shit as a kid. I was like, yo, this is it. This is where it's at. I want to be part of that family. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um. um I was actually so so stoked when the second one came out because I think the music is probably not as good, but it's still very quite good. Very close. It's still top. Excuse me. It's still top notch. Yeah, and I'm so like it. It blew my mind that they actually released it, especially after so long. Like I didn't yeah. think they would ever make them. I think. I think one part that it what made that was the fact that it was so highly requested. Yeah, for sure. Like you don't see a sequel to a Bug's Life. No. You know, or any of those. Like it's not like every. Um, Pixar movie does recently Nemo did that as well yeah but just the Finding really Dory or some shit yeah the really popular ones they're yeah. just super super iconic mm. um, but yeah no that one I don't think that was quite I haven't seen it but I don't think that one was quite as well received as uh, Incredible Finding Story. Dory yeah nah nah I haven't seen it either but I think that's what happened but I, to be Incredibles honest, 2 though was in- incredible yeah well <laughs> about that one time that we watched Incredibles 2 yes, this year yes oh man <laughs> that was an experience I was gonna mention it but I was like oh, a trip oh, if you yeah. will <laughs> <laughs> especially for you oh, yeah, man, yeah. anyway <laughs> anyway <laughs> scary uh, movie yeah no great <laughs> underrated <movie>. anyways um <laughs> yeah yeah but I'd I, say uh the whole the themes for Incredibles I'd give that an 8 really yeah oh I, I was gonna say 8 and a half yeah, you might be right. I'd say eight. It's a solid eight. Eight out of what? Eight num num wanna cookies. Num num wanna cookies. Shout out number four, is it? Yeah. Incredibles two. Num num wanna cookie. And that cat that you, the house you had, um, house it at. Oh cat. yes, Rocky. Rocky. When that I had num num wanna cookie. Yeah. Oh my god, that's when I was house sitting a cat, and it was just like. This cat is it's not it's like six months old or something at the time and um It was literally it was just, just like a crazy absolute, child. 
worse, bro, because it would scr- scratch me and bite me. Yeah. Like, I remember... I but it was just playing. It wasn't, like, actually trying to, like... It wasn't angry at you or anything. It was just no, playing. Yeah, it was just playing. I remember I... Um, I locked him out one night and he was like scratching the door and like meowing for me to let him in. I'm like, oh, how am I going to not let him in? I let him in and uh, I'm listening to a podcast or something, trying to go to sleep. I wake up in the morning. My damn bloody headphones are fucking split in half. (laughs) He's just eating them. And I'm like, you're never coming into my room again. I'm like, I liked those headphones. And from from then on, it was just like, you are dead to me. Yeah. And going back to the num num want a cookie thing is I just, by the end of it, because I was there for like a week, um, I figured out how to like kind of wrangle him, if yeah, you will. Him out. Like, because he'd just be hiding in the house somewhere and like, or if he was outside and I'm trying to get him in, yeah. I'd get some, what did I do? I got his toy yeah. and I'd wave it around and I'd just go, num num want a cookie. Yeah. And he'd just come sprinting inside. Anyway, Cause random relation, digression. No, but the relation was to the movie um, when The Incredibles dad um is trying to like wrangle his crazy jack 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 who has all these yeah, powers yeah. and he's like yeah he's he's hard work like the cat <laughs> um but yeah yeah anyway that, that's a good one um i reckon for me eight and a half num num one of cookies yeah, yeah and then the next one uh ooh, i'm excited what have we got Inyo morikoni oh boy i hope i didn't butcher his name but man he is literally the godfather of I, can you call it modern cinematic music? I don't know. Just, just I guess cinematic music. He made it really big. Um, kind of, he's known for his like westerns and stuff. So, the good, the bad, and the ugly is probably one of his most famous ones. Um, and god damn, they're just so iconic. E- even in Inglorious Bastards as well, because yeah. again, Tarantino uses him. He reunites. Oh, not well, no. He reuses the. Um, old music the music that he grew up with in the 60s yeah. and he uses it in him his films but in different scenarios like um and he used it in in inglorious bastards and which is not West, yeah yeah it's which is not a western film but no, he no, reuses no. that anyway yeah, yeah he reuses western music in other films that's just how iconic it is and the kind of a flair that quentin that's Tantino how good has. it is yeah yeah um but yeah Ennio Morricone, it's kind of just known as like the like i know the grandfather of cinematic music he's so good uh, and he's been around for yonks. What is he, like, 90-something? Well, no, he died. Did he? I think he died. I'm pretty sure he died. Uh, he might year. have recently, yeah. Yeah. Because he's been, like, he was old as... No, you're right. He did die. Yeah. I do remember. That was really sad. Yeah. Because um, he was... What was his last film? Was it Hateful Eight by Tarantino? Uh, Which is Tarantino's, like we mentioned before, one film that didn't have... Uh, uh, or which had an original score. I think it was um, Hateful Eight in 2015. Fuzzy. That's a good one from T.N. Dom. Yeah. Even though it wasn't my favourite film of his. Yeah. I mean, it was still a good film. Yeah, definitely. It's still interesting. Yeah, I can't see anything else. I'm pretty sure it must have been that. Um, but it, it, to be honest, it had really good music. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, um, didn't, he didn't let anyone down. No, but he just has like... He kind of also... The cool thing about him is that he was kind of the person who stylized Western music. It was kind of, he oh, was one of the definitely. originals, and that kind of such a that, massive theme in music, that is adds that Western. To the, well, that adds to the cool fact of Western music. Yeah, you know, but, when you think of Westerns, you instantly think Clint Eastwood, 60s. And this music. Yeah, yeah. like a showdown, badass. Or some crazy Mexican. And again, it goes back to that fact, like when you can picture the scene happening, I don't know, it's just that thing 
that is just so powerful that a lot of like normal songs they can't you can't visualize certain things no we can't even feel the emotion yeah well you for some songs maybe but, but like no. especially in music yeah uh, in um soundtrack scores yeah because you just instantly visualize the scene that's happening in the movie and yeah again powerful i've gone on about that for three times now no, but, but it's it true is, though and it's yeah. kind of the, like the important bit that what, what makes these so good um but yeah he uh, i just i don't think he's just done some of the best music like mm. it's just so iconic to westerns how could you not love it like this song mm. what the it's the best like it's so good yeah. people know this everywhere yeah oh it's iconic what but, a, what's a fun fact about any Morricone? Um, hmm, what's something I can think of in the old memory? Well, he's had, uh, he's actually done giant concerts for these. For his has he? Yeah, like massive arena concerts. I've got one question for you, though. Are they as good as Hans Zimmer? When uh, he goes shirtless at a live concert, <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Who, who's what, like, isn't he 60? Yeah, someone like he's 60 something, yeah. <laughs> Um, and it's he an took orchestra his, and he's shirtless yeah like it's a proper orchestra so it's super like old like everyone, the audience is quite old and everyone's dressed up it's quite like posh mm. and then he's just got his shirt off sitting there doing bloody I think it was Interstellar he was it oh, <laughs> really? was great yeah of course anyway um, but, but yeah, yeah your fun fact yeah I was gonna say he just um, Ennio Morricone just did massive concerts like um, there's a really famous one he did I can't remember where somewhere in America and you can literally like hear this like massive crowd like pumping in the background while they're doing the song um it's Epic. just it's so cool and it's just like a rowdy and f- for me <laughs> off- I don't know. like often when i hear live music it almost sounds better yeah like i haven't been to that many concerts i'll be honest but um well, just when i have heard music at concerts like they sound so dope like yeah. just um it just sounds so much more authentic i don't know yeah for sure uh, that sounds so beta or some shit. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't think so. But yeah, it's I. It's kind of true though. Like when we went to Fat Freddy's Drop, it was very much like that. It just it was insane. That was enhanced in all ways. <laughs> yes, it was. Um, I don't know. I was just gonna say my like other fun fact about him is just that he's been like making music for eighty-five years. Are his, you serious? Yes, and he he Wasn't lived he like till 90, 90 when he died. Ninety one. So what? So he was literally he was just a six. kid. Yeah, he was just a kid. Like if, obviously if he that doesn't have legendary status. I yeah, don't know I don't think that, that music was going into films. I'll make that clear. But like, <laughs> he's been making Imagine music that. since he was just a child. He's uh, he's well, he's not our era, but he's uh yeah, I don't know. He's the the modern Mozart if you will yeah and to be honest <laughs> another actually interesting thing about him is even though he's most like well known for uh doing his westerns he's actually got the biggest one of the larger ranges of um like types of music he makes um like he does proper classical music as well does he actually i yeah. to be to be completely honest i haven't actually heard much of that yeah no it's very like not many people actually know about this but he actually he makes quite a large range of um music and so movies. he's got he's got variety yeah yeah and he does like proper orchestral classical music um, and cool. stuff like proper pieces it's really cool for, for me like i really really like john williams but I can always tell when it's a John Williams. Yes. So you're saying that any um can you can you couldn't distinguish like f- through all of his so- 
all of his music. Not like, necessarily, no. So he does classical like, music as well, So yeah. which doesn't traditionally sound what you think of Western. No, know? it's like proper classical music. Like if you went to a classical concert with all the old posh rich people. That's... I mean, it's not something I'd listen to usually, but Mm-mm. it sounds, you know, it's at least he's got variety, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, it's, yeah. But I think it's just more credit to him and how like, great a music composer he is. But even though not necessarily what I listen to. But yeah, what a man. Talent. Yeah, he is truly talented. A sad loss. Yes. And I was so sad. It was only really recently that he died. When was it? Did you find uh, out? Yeah, so I did. It was this year. What was it again? It was... Da-da-da-da. Just in the meantime, I just want to shout out... Uh, Fuck you, Remy, for not coming. <laughs> <laughs> True, he bailed on us tonight. Yeah. Nah, that's all good. Um, this he, is the one that we were passionate about, Cameron, anyways. True, it was. It was. Even though we're just one. basically saying the same thing for each one. That's alright, it's for us. It's you not get our me. rating system. Yeah, <laughs> fuck everybody else, it's just for us. Anyway. Um, but he died on the 6th of July, 2020. So, really Oh, recently. so, are you kidding me? It was this year? Yeah, 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 it was this year. Jesus. This was fantastic. Yeah, no. Holy he, shit. I'm pretty sure we talked about this, but maybe oh, it wasn't you. It was. No, I remember now. It's just, I've forgotten... Because this year has just been so time distorted. Yeah, fair, fair. Just lockdowns and blah, blah, blah. This is so annoying. Yeah. Man, he was born in 1928. That is ridiculous. That is a long time ago. Well, it was like my step-great-great... No, my step-great-grandma. She died a couple years ago. I think it was in 2017. And she was 100. And she was alive through both wars, technically. That's crazy. I, I think it's buzzy that people... I mean, I knew someone that was around through both wars that is like there that's she literally when she died she still has shrapnel in her back from what it was i think it was the london bombings in like was it 1942 or yeah 41 or 41 i think it was yeah or something like that Quite that's cool. crazy that's crazy yeah that is actually weird instant respect to that woman oh hard out especially getting to 100 she mm. must be like it's my time just fucking yeah. take me and she was always really sweet to me so oh, that's nice very old-fashioned but very sweet yeah that's cool anyway um, but yeah he's an old bastard what are we gonna rate him oh um well because the thing is for me like i haven't even seen as many westerns as you have so yeah. i don't know that i don't have that same attachment to him but the thing is it goes back to that how tarantino uses so much of his music in his films that it's just like instant respect and yeah. like and from what of of the few westerns that i've seen of his music it's always great um so i'm gonna say like 8.5 yeah i'm gonna say the same 8.5 uh showdowns out Showd- of 10 yeah i don't know three man showdowns yeah that's the one i think it's just a Mexican solid standoff one. Yeah. yeah yeah i don't know that's literally where it comes from mm. um well, yeah, I, I definitely agree with you. I think that's an appropriate score for him. Yeah, he's legendary. Um, but we've got our, our final one now. Is it our final? What are we yeah. at? We are at roughly 50 minutes. Oh, that's a quick one. Well, we can add on some of the bonus ones then. I like that. We'll I like give some. So we'll finish off with our big main ones, and then we'll just go to some quirky little ones. Who have we got, Cameron? Who's the, our final? The big man himself, John Williams. Oh, right. Even though I just shit, shitted on him before. <laughs> Even no. though he has literally made probably the most iconic movie yeah, soundtracks yeah. of all time. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyone else we've talked yeah. about in this. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, if you... 
if you make the soundtrack Look, for Star Wars, yeah. you're gonna if you be don't, popular. If you don't know the Star Wars theme, yeah, or Harry Potter, or um, oh my God, he's literally done Jurassic Park or Indiana Jones, Jaws, Jaws. Who doesn't know Jaws? Yeah, yeah. Literally, like the most iconic soundtracks you'll ever hear. Probably, if they're a little bit older, have been made by John Williams, and he's quite orchestral. Um, like how his how he makes his music. And it's most of it's instrumental, so it's definitely not quite as modern. But it goes back to that thing I was saying earlier about you can tell when it's a John Williams thing. Not that that's a bad thing, because no. it's always great music. Yeah. But like you can't like he doesn't He doesn't change much. Yeah. yeah. He's probably one of the most similar like it's very yeah. easy here. Like you can yeah. But again Hans that's Zimmer, not that's not a bad thing. Like no, you, it's just he does make it just great music for films. And it has that and he's one of, flair. Yeah, and he's one of those composers, again with Hans Zimmer, that can just look at a scene, see a scene, and he knows exactly what to what fits it and yeah. what can make it iconic and he just visualizes it. And also another thing we haven't really talked about and most like a lot of these artists do it is um just the pacing of the scene they really nail it with the music like it can mm. really change the pacing mm. like if it's a upbeat song mm. it's pumping it can really change the pacing of it well that's an interesting important yeah definitely because that's an interesting point that you made with that you make um because looking back at tenet um that's another thing an issue that i had with that film was that i found that the pacing was a little bit off mm. just on like first watch mm. and i think like I love that music, but I think one thing that does restrict it is it's very, it's all the time. It's very intense. It's very upbeat. Get good music, but it may if that's playing in every scene when it might just be them, um, ex, you know, just they're explaining things which you can barely hear. Mm. Um, it just I don't know the it pace. It just, well, yeah, because upbeat music plays in usually very intense songs uh, and intense moments, but if they're if it's in just a normal scene, then I don't know. I feel like it's trying to... The mood that they're setting is um, making it very confusing to the audience. Because yeah, obviously sure. song, the way, the tone of the songs in the scene, that affects how you, you know, you see the scene and what it processes. So, I, and I think that's just one hindrance in, it, in the fact for pacing for Tenet is that there's a lot of intense music, even though they might just be exposing things. Yeah, for sure. Well, I can say one thing for sure. John Williams is probably a little bit better at doing that um, yeah. with his well, with the but, movie season. But the, the the guy Hedwig, Ludwig, yeah, <laughs> um, he it's he's he's what like thirty four or something. Yeah, and John really Williams, young. I swear to God, he's like ninety or something. <laughs> no, I think he's eighty. Are you uh, sure? Really? Maybe wrong. To be honest, he is quite old. Uh, John Williams is. Uh, Oh, he's 88. So he's almost at 90. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I would have... What a goat, though. Yeah, really is. It's just like... Kind of looks like Santa Claus, actually. (laughs) (laughs) He he is the real-life Santa Claus. He he gifts us with great music. Yes, like this. Jurassic Park theme. Oh, so good. Like, this is... Jurassic Park was probably one of my favorite movies as a kid. And every time I just heard this, I'd get so excited, man. I'd just freak out. I'd be like, oh, so good. Oh, here we go. Yeah, and how about making the most iconic um, bad guy theme ever? Oh, literally. For the the Darth Vader march. It it is the theme of bad guys, man. Mm. Like, you think of bad guys, this goddamn song comes in here. How great. Do you want to hear an interesting story about me 
Yes. I think I might have told you once or twice, but um, I remember for my fifth birthday, I think it was, uh, so it was 2005, and um, I remember my dad picked me up from school, and I can't remember, it might have been the premiere for Revenge of the Sith, the third yeah. Star Wars film. Yeah. Might not have been. I could be remembering that wrong, um, but he's like, I remember picking him picking me up from school, and I remember looking in the back seat, and it's like, oh, there's just a bunch of Darth Vader outfits. Oh, it's just like a bunch of Darth Vader um, parts of a costume. I'm like, what the heck is that? And my dad's like, all right, we're going to Revenge of the Sith, and you're dressing up. I'm like, what? And I just remember getting super upset about it. He's like, no, 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 no. like everyone's dressing up, and I'm like, oh true okay so everyone goes to the movies dressing up as their favorite whatever yeah um so we arrive and i'm literally walking down the like aisle <laughs> I, I just I, I, in my head it, it was like a red carpet obviously it wasn't yeah. but it, i just remember walking down in the center and i shit you not people were, like taking photos of me obviously there was no one else in blood well uh, there was no one else in outfits and i was just like oh shit was but it was kind of sick up? though huh was your dad dressed up no nah, no nah, he was literally just me bro i was oh, just walking down the main aisle there was a few people <laughs> taking photos that would have been cool if he did it with you but that's such yeah. a stitch up bro <laughs> yeah good memory though to be honest i'm yeah. like uh that is so funny and i walked i literally walked into the movie dressed up as darth vader so you should have been when you walked into the movies this is this time when and the imperial march should be playing what? no no but that's what i was yeah that's how i linked it is i'm sure because everyone was hyped for the film they were playing the music from it oh true and i think this was playing and oh, um i was walking down the damn aisle in dressed 2005. Up in 2005 as a like tiny five-year-old five-year-old yeah that's sick <laughs> that's a great story to yeah be honest. yeah i don't know i haven't told many people that but uh, it's yeah. interesting as a, no, it's a good one i'm thankful that i've never had to be that kid um but I did, to be honest, I do remember going to like, uh, what's the nerd convention? Um, Armageddon. No, no, no. Oh. For New Zealand. Oh, yeah. Armageddon. Um, I used to go with my dad every couple of years and oh, I used to like freak what? out when I'd see the dudes dressed as stormtroopers yeah. and shit. I'd be yeah. like, fuck off, that's sick. Yeah, I've, I mean, I've had a similar experience. Like also with my dad, I can't remember where it was. It might have been Australia, I think. Um, we went to like some Star Wars convention or something. I don't know, nerd convention. Yeah. And um, there was like a Darth Vader and Stormtroopers walking around and I got photos with them. Yeah, it's just so sick. And they're just some random dudes, which is so yeah, funny. Yeah. I love it. But uh, good memories, man. Good memories. Yeah, hard out. I, I agree. Um, but yeah, I just, I think the beautiful thing with this music, it is probably the most nostalgic, like movie music you'll probably ever hear. Like, it's if you're the epitome Harry, of nostalgia. If you're a Harry Potter fan, which I know a lot of people are, like you're obviously going to have that huge connection with the music you'll love it and that's just john williams playing mm. on your heartstrings yeah. beautiful he does the best music he does um yeah i'd give this i'd give john williams as a whole uh i feel like i'm going for a lot of eight but nah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna say at eight headwigs out of ten. Ah, uh, for i think for him just in the 8.5 like, maybe uh, i'm gonna I'm say like, nine because i think he like he's done some music that's a bit boring and you kind of get you hear it so much that it kind of gets a bit repetitive but at the end of the day he just makes some of the like best movie soundtracks yeah. and they're so iconic you can't kind of not give him the credit it just, for it again like again it's just like what makes it is the nostalgia like, factor and iconic well, factor yeah yeah the iconic factor yeah yeah i 100 percent agree um but it is and i gotta give it to him he's definitely one of the most famous if not probably the most famous composer and, of all time yeah definitely and i i just 
there's, there's something about just it being an orchestra as yeah. well. It's yeah. just great. There's no... It's before computers and whatnot. It's more traditional. Yeah. Um, as far as I'm aware. I mean, yeah. maybe oh, there's posts going on, but... Yeah, you don't know exactly, but I think definitely mixing still... Mixing and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it was it's great. Um, but I guess now we can move on to our special mentions, if you will. Yep. Which I was going to say... What have we got down, Cameron? Well, the first one I've got down, the only one I've got down, is 2001 Space Odyssey. Just literally, like, the most... I don't know. It's don't say it. Don't say iconic again. No, no. I was thinking of a different <laughs> But it is, though. <laughs> well, if you think of, like, a quintessential goddamn space movie and you hear 2001 Space Odyssey, you're going to be like, oh, that is the sci-fi song or the space song that you you think of. And it was before Star Wars as well. Yeah, well, it's old as... What is it, 1961 or 1960? Who's, who's the composer? Um, oh, no, it's, it's actually, like, a classical song. Um... Hang on a second. Oh. Please stand by. <laughs> Hold the phone, And people. I'll play that music that I did last week. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was great. Um, it is. Oh, there we go. First thing that pops up. Oh, God. It's by, well, it's by Richard Stratus. Um, I knew that, but the name of the song is... Of course. Uh, also, Sprach Zara. Th- oh God, nah. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> nah, give- Out of respect, we <laughs> yeah, won't go no, there. No. Not that he'd ever listen. No, <laughs> right, he might be dead. I think. RIP, I think. But, um, yeah, he is dead. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Stratus, but yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't want to. <laughs> don't want to butcher the name, eh? No, but it's a it's a great song. Like, it's literally. Oh, I don't know, like the scene with it, well, this plays quite a lot in this movie, but the first time you hear this is those super iconic monkey scene where yeah. there's these apes in this like dry I... desert and they've got this big black thing. If you've seen Charlie in the Chocolate Factory, the new one, they redo the scene. It's kind of mm. like a cameo, if you will. Mm. Um, and it's, yeah, just such a famous scene with the song playing. It's yeah. the most random shit ever. Like, it does not make sense yeah. whatsoever. Well, I was going to say, like, I actually haven't seen the film, which you begrudgingly hold to like to me every yes. time that this comes up you're like oh, how have you not seen this yeah um but yeah <laughs> it's just so i do need to but it's i've just heard it's really slow that's the only thing yeah i'm is, sure it's a masterpiece it is a very long movie and, and it's very slow and just connecting it to what what we're mentioning earlier i think that that I think that Interstellar is the modern 2001 Space Odyssey. Oh, 100%. Coming from someone that hasn't seen it. But. No, it, it is very much like that. I, I would say that's a fair statement. For sure. Um, for sure. Because it's kind of... The cool the, the running thing with both of those movies as well is they're both are like a prediction of what the future is going to be like. Mm. Um, and 2001 A Space Odyssey was kind of actually accurate. There was a lot of things that they kind of like uh, computers and AI. Um, that how was about, all kind of reflection. Yeah, it like, was a bit early. They aimed a bit low. but How about um, Hal, that yes. bloody evil robot, that yes. red-eyed fuck? I don't think I can do that. Yeah. What's, <laughs> the, what's the main guy's name? Um, Is it John? I feel like it's something nah, generic. No, no, no. By the way, um, just before I forget, Richard Stratus died a long time ago. He died in 1949. <laughs> oh. Yeah, because this wait, song wasn't made pr- for the... It wasn't oh, made for the... Yeah. Okay. That's, you the probably more know you that. know. Yeah. That's, I feel like actually probably most people what? don't realise that. How, yeah, I thought it was original to the nah, movie, but what, so what year was he born? Do you know? Oh, uh, it was in the 1800s. Jesus Christ, there. he's an old fuck. Yeah, yeah, he's, it was a long time ago, bro. Still got to respect him though. <laughs> um, maybe it was John. Was anyway, it, it doesn't David? actually matter that much, but 
that robot is just creepy and evil, and I still haven't seen the movie. But just from those scenes that I've um, watched. Yeah, no, it is. And it's such a cool reflection of how, like, who would have thought of AI, but then AI turning on mm. people. Like, mm. that's a really far-fetched, like, idea for yeah. that time era. Visionary. Yeah, it, it kind of was. <clears throat> and that's kind of why Interstellar's Stanley, cool. Yeah, yeah. And it goes, you know, just Stanley Kubrick was a visionary himself. Yeah, he was. Um, but, yeah, great, great. And great soundtrack. Yeah. Um, boy, you've got any little special ones for us? Oh... Actually, I do. Another one. Romanian Wind by Hans Zimmer. Again, we love him. Um, so that's from, what, Sherlock Holmes? Is it the first one, one or the second one? Uh, good question. Uh, I think it's the second one. Uh, yeah, it's the second one. Should I play it? Yeah, oh, definitely. It's just such a cool... And the thing I like about this one, actually, because there's a bit of history with this type of music, uh, and I'm, I really like it. It's just like it's the gy- French gypsy-type style of music. Uh, which is uh, well back in the day was really frowned upon because gypsies were hated by so many people even the, the French the era that Sherlock Holmes is set yeah and the English which is when really, like 1800s yeah I think so but gypsies were like a like well you can see how much they were hated by Hitler um, that's yeah. obviously quite extreme but yeah. they, they they were never like liked um, this is Romanian wind by yeah. the way and they well because that's kind of where they came a lot of them yeah. came from was Romania and Eastern Europe mm. um, and they played this sort of music and it's really cool how they implemented such a traditional part of the music and mm. it's just really funky music when does it play during the film can you remember uh, when they I is it remember. after they leave the train yes it yeah, is because they go find yeah because they yeah. go to France to I, find or to be honest I need to watch those films again oh, but they're actually great films I yeah. think they're really underrated I, I, yeah I never it was never a dislike for me I just watched them once and hadn't really I haven't seen them since I just think they're cool films to be honest um, yeah. and Robert Downey Jr. does quite a good job especially yeah. as American playing mm. the English role yeah. a little, I'd say it's a little bit better than his most recent film Do Little oh I haven't seen it but I don't <laughs> neither, want to see it <laughs> I, uh, I've heard things eh? yeah, I don't. <laughs> but yeah I don't know yeah. no but that's a really cool little one and it's definitely a bit of a meme for us as well it's just a if you can hear the song in the background it's just a bit wild <laughs> it, in some ways it kind of reminds me of the Zorba the Greek song oh and it, that's and my it, theme song yeah should I play it? oh hell yes like that's probably one of the first songs we like can, listen to a lot in our early part of our friendship and it became especially you yes because my dad used to play it when i was little and i always loved it true and that's why i played it one time and you guys hadn't heard it i I think i had heard it maybe Um, once but like i wasn't familiar with it like it sounded familiar but i wasn't no i didn't know yeah maybe like yeah, you didn't know it was all with a Greek. No, no. Um, but yeah, uh, which is what? What year is that? Movie? Oh, 1960 something. Yeah. Was um, it? Do you know if it was made for this movie? Yeah, it was. It was? Okay. I'm ninety I'm percent yeah. sure. Well, you've got you've got the vinyl, I and do. it's on. It features on the vinyl. So. Yes. Yeah, I'm pretty certain because there's a movie called Zorba the Greek. The, yeah. Yeah. So I'm what, have you seen it? Actually, no, I haven't. But I know there's doing a, a crime to yourself. I know. I need to watch it. This is a big looks... meme for me and Cameron. <laughs> yeah, it's from the original meme. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it yeah. really is like would do the- it, like it was f- like a g- big part of our friendship like when we jam playstation when, when we were battlefield what, yeah like it was like what when we were like 16 yeah 15 16 um and you just jam this in the background throwback though i think it was that yeah we're like 15 bro because we were met we really? yeah, because we were friends in 2014 so you're telling me this was what five years ago yeah maybe even six mm-hmm 
I always think like I don't even know how we became friends. No, like, I we, really can't. I know we met each other in year ten because we we're in the same class. But I I don't know how we started talking. No, because like the year before that, I became friends with Josh McIntyre, and I remember specifically how we became kind of friends. Shout out we, Josh McIntyre. Yeah, <laughs> I haven't talked to that geezer in ages. Um, um, but he was playing Far Cry Three, and I remember he was talking to Katana. I was like, oh yo, I just played the game. It was sick. Yeah. And when that's I, that was the first moment. But I've, with you, I have no fucking clue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. me neither. Because like, we live quite near each other at the moment. And yeah. um, I don't, because we didn't walk to school or anything. No, not for a long time. And the only time I'd met you before that was um, in French. And that was like one or two conversations. And I thought he was a bastard. <laughs> yeah. I can't Dickhead. say the other word. <laughs> <laughs> True. But yeah, he was, uh, no, we just, we just didn't talk in French. Yeah. Like that one time, but Spanish. I was a boss. I was a boss at French. Though. I was the complete opposite. I was so. <laughs> that's shit. probably that's probably the one thing I was better at. You at. like oh, exceptionally better. Hundred percent. Yeah, hundred percent. I was so yeah. bad, and it's really weird. I went to France uh, last year, and, and I, I, I've forgotten it all. Yeah, and I, I've definitely forgotten any tiny bit I knew, and I didn't know a lot. But I went to France for oh, probably a good month, and. I literally learned how to speak just from like listening to these people and I literally only could speak to one person who um, could speak any English and the rest only spoke French so I just all I constantly heard was French and well, I eventually just picked it up well that's kind of what it's like um, the couple times I've been to Spain like yeah. you know just the longest time I was there I think was probably a month and just even after being there for a month you know I was I mean it always comes bits and pieces had been spoken throughout my childhood but um yeah because you did Spanish <laughs> yeah yeah um but just going there even just for a month man like I just picked up on so much shit and it just reignited my brain so that's that because one day I do want to live there yeah for sure and um you know if I if I'm there for like over a year at least like uh I think I've been You'll fortunate be I think I'm fortunate enough to have heard enough in my youth where it just it's kind of the con- I don't know the concept it's, is in my brain somewhere it's just and very, it would just kind of deep. like yeah yeah and it would just you know once I heard it more and around people speaking it only yeah like sure. that would be the only language I heard rarely apart from my dad yeah um, occasional phone call back to New yeah, Zealand but yeah, yeah for sure anyway I don't know, it's just a cool th- it's another school to have and then it's kind of like music in that respect like you have all these memories associated with language in certain areas i wish i could read music oh man i'm not i'm musically retarded <laughs> can i say that i don't think i can but no. i'm musically disabled yeah yeah <laughs> i used to be pretty i used to play trumpet not well but i could read basic music and everything and i did quite well in music in year nine what trumpet was it yeah trumpet and i used to play guitar when i was really little but i can't do that anymore doesn't help with shaky hands as well. I'm just hoping that one day I can sing. Oh, bro. Everyone knows that it's heard it. Knows <laughs> that's, that that's not true. <laughs> yeah. One day. We'll get there, Balsh. We'll get there. Should we do some singing classes, Cameron? <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, man. That would be hilarious. Can you imagine how... Oh, we would just piss ourselves the whole time. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. Oh, man. Couldn't be taken seriously. Just so we can sing, sing uh, Zorba. Sea, or that and sea shanties. Yes, and <laughs> sea shanties. Yeah. Um, just going back to our original topic, do we have any other honourable mentions? Uh, there's so many, to be honest. Did you want to mention, like, Dark Knight or anything like that? Or Oh, well, that's just another Hans masterpiece Zimmer. of Hans Zimmer, yeah. yeah. 
what else have we got? Let me just go for the, through the list and see if I can find anything. Because there, there's literally just so many good cinematic songs. Nothing else that comes to your head? Um, well, I kind of wanted to touch on um, video game soundtracks. Yeah, man. Definitely underrated. Oh, I for think. sure. Um, like, if anyone has played Red Dead Redemption 2, or the first one, that slaps so hard. It sounds so geeky, but goddamn, it just yeah. I don't know. Um, I can't remember the. I think it was Woody Jackson that did was the composer that did the music. Yeah, and um, he, I don't know. He, you can see the homage to the classic um, Ennio Morricone um, sounds, but in like a modern twist. Yeah. And the thing is about it is you're literally playing it as well and it just make you just feel like you're in one of those westerns um yeah it's it's pretty cool i think that and the last of us as well yeah for sure like it's just so powerful and Uh, yeah it's Mm. really good i was gonna say probably add to that maybe assassin's creed as well yeah that's pretty that main assassin's creed theme is yeah and it's so cool if from revelations anyway which kind of became the main theme this is a little Mm. fun fact i feel not many people know is the singer for that song oh, yeah, was actually right. uh, like an 18 you know, or 18 or 19 she was really girl. young yeah because yeah, what they did is they had a competition to find a singer for the song mm-hmm. and her boyfriend was like a massive nerd was, and he knew the game and they knew, he knew about the so was this, was this for the second one for Revelations oh, oh Revelations yeah. right which is like the fourth or fifth one yeah, I think fourth like that. yeah and um, yeah so it was just a random girl yeah and, and she won the, yeah she was tried out for the competition sent yeah. in her sample and they're literally like that's insane that's so good mm. um can you come do it they literally stopped the competition she won um after, yeah, yeah they, it was awesome and she, she's literally not even a professional singer she sang no. at choir at church i believe i love that the boyfriend just was like yo these games are sick yeah Definitely you're a good just, singer yeah. do it and she won it and yeah. she became that's so like, cool. super famous it's a good story it. as well yeah well not super famous but she like got a lot of work after that yeah she was I, like 18 i saw a, a tiktok the other night um it was literally i don't know if it was the chick but it was someone doing it really well just in their stairwell oh, oh, so it got, it got that reverb echo yeah so that slight echo that you can hear in the um in the actual yeah in the actual soundtrack and i don't know it's just really cool that's yeah. like the one tick no the second tiktok i, I like. see i see people doing After that with you. halo <laughs> <laughs> i see that people um you know they do the halo soundtrack oh yes and, and yeah. they're like t-posing yeah, in the bathroom they used to t-pose anyway <laughs> i don't know if that's still a thing um but yeah, I don't know, that's a good one. And then there was actually another movie I wanted to say, um, is the Sicario soundtrack. Oh, yes, by um, Johan Johansson. Yeah. Who unfortunately passed a few years back, right? Um, I don't know, but maybe. Did I he? think so. He was oh, quite young. Really, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's might want to fact check that. Um, but yeah, no, super talented. Um, and just, you know, what... Sic- no, no, no. Sicario, or am I thinking of Zero Dark Thirty? Uh, I don't know. No, I was, I'm not too sure what you're thinking of. Sir, uh, anyway, he any- he definitely did Sicario. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah. Anyway, but he did die. He died scene. in 2018. Yeah. And how old was he? Uh, not that old. He was younger than my dad. He was 1969. Oh Jesus. Yeah. So quick math. <laughs> he would have been 51 this year. God damn, that's tragic. Yeah, it's really sad. Um, A lot of sad deaths recently. Yeah. Especially with Chadwick Boseman. Oh, it's terrible, man. 2020 has been I such was, a shit year. I was just in shock. Like, yeah. each each month there is just something that is just horrible. Especially for for us recently with lockdown 
2.0 or whatever. Yeah. Was, I was just like when I heard that I was just like oh god damn it I think the whole it's country did <laughs> yeah. yeah it's just been it's been a bit rough but and I think uh, we're just saying personally anyway yeah. people have been especially from that first one it was so rough people just god it just weird them down and it's, it's gonna be an interesting year to look back on yeah and that's kind of why we're doing these podcasts as well like I think reignited us to do it it's just so we can hear ourselves back in 2020 yeah reflect not, on this time yeah not like even though we don't really talk about that that much but just so we can look back yeah yeah i agree it'll be interesting to see our perspective on everything we we did record a little interlude of when we level three was first announced yeah but i, I don't know if i'm gonna release that nah maybe when when the podcast's super big and we're yeah. <laughs> no, when we're over joe rogan <laughs> yeah when we are the number one podcast <laughs> imagine uh, i don't think so <laughs> we'd have five million dollars Oh, <laughs> five million dollars! Uh, love you, Remy. Um, <laughs> fuck you for not being here. Yeah, fuck you. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't have any other ones. That one was just Sicario's got a mean soundtrack. If you listen to it, you'll know what I mean. If you've watched it and you remember the scene where they're um, coming back from Mexico into America and they're all like they're in the car jam. Um, yeah, that, the music that plays in that scene is just so good, man. And there's another song called Melancholy, I think, or Melancholia, um, which is quite different to the rest of the soundtrack because it's quite intense, but this song's like really like nice, like um, Southern American uh, guitar playing. It's just yeah. uh, such a beautiful soundtrack, and it's just so intense at the same time. Uh, but that's, that's my other one. I don't know if you've got any other little sneaky ones. I'm just trying to have a look. Um, there's definitely some, but I'm just trying to find a a good one to talk about yeah should we go if you find one we'll go off on that one i reckon Ooh. okay i don't want to pronounce his name um but how about the westworld and game of thrones composer oh yes yeah definitely actually because he's made some bangers um hang on here i think i've got it what's his name ramen ramen dijwadi dijwadi we probably butchered that but um I, got, I don't even want to yeah. know how to say because <laughs> anyway so disrespectful but he's made some so like oh man who doesn't know game of thrones yeah, yeah. god damn good um yeah i don't uh, know just uh, again just good just good what else can you say there's not uh, much to know about it just quickly i'd give that a just game of thrones theme i'd give it a uh 8.5 uh, I'll say 8.5 yeah 8 8.5 shitty endings out of 10 <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think that's that last fair. season was horrible yeah that's such a shame they I, just, I feel like they just rushed it yeah I talked about talked about that last week with Solomon yeah and um, yeah we're just kind of getting a bit heated about that last season oh really yeah he obviously doesn't like nah, it as well nah he was just saying oh um, if you want to get me heated, just talk about The Last Jedi and um, Game of Thrones <laughs> last season. I'm like, fair enough. Yeah, no, <laughs> fair a, enough. That is fair. Uh, that'd probably get me heated too, especially The Last Jedi. Fuck that movie. Yeah. That's trash. <laughs> um, I'm just thinking, so we're sitting at about an hour 20, yeah. roughly. Yeah. And um, I don't know, I think that's a decent one, but yeah. I'm pretty... I think we're ready to wrap this one up. I reckon. I think we've covered a bit of ground. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It's just one that we wanted to talk about. Like, it's just... As soon as we... 
Well, actually, this isn't true, but I was going to say, as soon as we thought about doing a podcast, we wanted to talk about movie soundtracks, but it wasn't until Sam suggested it. Yeah, definitely. Um, but it is something that we both uniquely really like. Yeah, and, then, and unfortunately, there's not a huge amount to talk about. Like, yeah. There's some fun, fun facts and stuff, but yeah. at the end of the day, it's just like... Movie, it's it's mostly just us going, wow, that's iconic, man. Yeah, because, oh, we just love it. So yeah. uh, hopefully it inspires someone to give them a listen and yeah. enjoy them as much as we do. Because, goddamn. <laughs> just the one thing, again, that, I don't know, people could take away is um, when a song, you can visualize a song and you can see a certain thing. I think that's probably just... Uh, it's you know that's a great song and you just yeah. get that so much with movies if you like movies you know yeah, like if you're passionate sure. about movies yeah no i agree and it's kind of fun you just relive the moment in your head just yeah. by listening to the song but yeah otherwise i think it's been a good podcast yeah i think so well cheers for listening if you made it this far um and i think yeah so we'll see you next week we're gonna have one on veganism with weijan and katan yeah which will be i think a really like compelling one i think mm. a good one to listen to we'll learn some stuff with weijan he knows everything yeah it'll be good cool well catch you then see ya see ya